0: Cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. And even better, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WTTC at LumiDeodorant.com. Again, that's WTTC at LumiDeodorant.com.
1: Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice.
0: I'm back. I took a week off. I had kind of a crazy week last week. And I i guess not last week, the week before. Um, but I was just very anxious, was not having a good time. And so I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take some time for myself. I'm not going to record a podcast episode. I didn't want to put out an episode when I honestly just like was not feeling it and when it wasn't authentic and genuine to how I was feeling in that moment. So instead, I just took the week off from recording an episode. I hung out with some friends. I read my books and I just chilled and it was so needed and I feel so much better. A lot of good things have happened lately and I'm back and I'm ready to do this episode. So a little life recap or update for everyone. I have become the biggest bookworm ever. The biggest bookworm. I know I've told everyone, like, I want to start reading books. I want to get more into it. I only read books for school and, like, those are so boring and they're all, like, old and weird and I was like, I want to get into more, like, fiction, romance novels, self-help books. Like, I want to just read more and I am happy to tell you all that in the past month, I've read six books. This week alone, I've read two, two and a half, which is so, that's so crazy. I never used to read this much and I am just so like enthralled with it. And reading is just like so much fun to me. It's like the one thing that kind of calms my anxiety a lot because I just fully submerse myself into this book. And I found that instead of like going on YouTube or going on Insta or TikTok and just scrolling mindlessly, like I will pick up my book and I will use that instead. I've been buying my books on my iPad. I actually want to get like the physical copies, but I've been going through books so quickly that I'm like, I don't have time to go to Barnes and Noble and like get new books all the time. So I've just been using my iPad, which is so nice because I just bring it with me to school before clinicals. I will sit down. I will read my book. I have been reading a lot during class which is like not great but my classes are online right now like some of them are online and we're just doing like presentations and stuff so I'm like I'm just gonna read my book for three hours and it's honestly so nice and I really really like it. So per a lot of people's recommendation I read It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. Loved it. I thought it was so great although I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about how it could have been different and that kind of made me think oh maybe I didn't like it as much as I thought I did (laughs) but I did love it it was so good I love the way that she writes like I just love the way that she like writes these books from people's perspectives and it's just it's so good and then I also read um what's it called ugly love ugly love is that it I think it's I think it's ugly love but that one was so good as well it wasn't as good as it ends with us in my opinion but I still loved it I still thought it was great again I just love everything that Colleen Hoover makes so I love everything that she writes and I'm gonna keep reading all of her other books right now i'm currently reading the book called the score by l kennedy it's a part of a series and i already read the first one called the deal and it's about like it's like college romance and so now the score is about like one of the friends in the first book like his life and his situation and i actually really like it like i said it's like college romance it's fun it's flirty And it's a little spicy, which we love. And I think there's two more books in the series, maybe three. I'm not 100% sure. But I skipped the second book and went straight to this third one because I read reviews that this one was better. And each book is about a different person. So I didn't have to read the, the second one to understand what's going on in this one. So I just skipped it. And I really, really like it so far. I'm about halfway through. So I'll give a full update when I'm done. But so far, I love it. Okay, so before I get into my peak and my pit of this week, they're kind of big ones to be honest. Um, Before I get into them, I'm going to give some background info so that people understand what I'm saying. So as we all know, because I said, I said it a few episodes ago that I got a new job. It's at the hospital. I work in the cardiothoracic surgical unit. I was supposed to start on February 28th. So that is in like eight days. But because I'm Canadian, I obviously have to go through a lot of hoops to be able to be allowed to work in the U.S. So my visa's approved, everything's approved, I just need to get a social security number. And anyone that lives in America knows that the government offices are very, very, very slow, especially right now because of COVID, it's crazy. So I... So the way that it works is that I had to gather all my documents, like proving that I'm allowed to work, send them to their office. I wait until they call me for an appointment. I go in, I do an interview. And then if I'm approved, it'll take like two to three weeks for them to mail me my social security number. So a month ago, when I first got the job offer, I could only, I'm only allowed to apply for my social security number within 30 days of when I start. And I'm only also only able to submit my information once my visa is approved and I got the offer letter and everything else worked so I submitted it as soon as I got my visa approved like the day after I got my visa approved I submitted all my documents like a month ago and I never heard anything from them about my appointment and my mom has called I have called and they basically said like tough luck you just have to wait so for the past month, I've been under so much stress because I'm like, I'm supposed to start work on the 28th. I'm nervous that like the hospital is going to be like, this is too much. We don't actually want you to work anymore. Like this is too confusing. And I was scared that I was going to lose my job. So I was panicked for so long. Luckily this week, I talked to the hospital they totally understood they were so nice I've been trying to call them for the past like month and no one's answered my calls so I finally got a hold of someone he was so nice he understood they pushed my start date until I get my social security number so I still have my job which is so nice because I really worked hard for it and I'm really excited about it but so I basically have just been in a waiting game waiting for them to call me for an appointment and thankfully on Friday this past week I got the call and that is my peak and I am so happy because I've been waiting so long so once I go in for this interview it's not for like a week Um, so once I go or two weeks, it's not for two weeks. So once I go in for this interview, hopefully everything's fine. And then from there, I should be getting my social security number and I should be able to start my job in April, which honestly works out well because at the end of March, Dean and I are going to Mexico for my birthday. And I was really nervous about having to ask for time off because we're going for a whole week, but I can just start when we come back and it'll be so much better and it'll, cause me way less stress and it'll be so good but my peak of the week is that i finally got the call after so much stress and so much anxiety i'm getting my social security number everything will be good the hospital was nice and everything just worked out girlies we know helpridge collective is my absolute pride and joy so i only use the best when it comes to selling our items therefore we use shopify When I first started Helfrich Collective, I was so new and so inexperienced, I literally had no idea how to sell our products, especially worldwide. Thankfully, Shopify has made it a seamless and easy process. Now we are selling all over the world. It's the perfect platform if you're trying to grow your business. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, plus millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, that's shopify.com slash WTTC. Because now is the time to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, head over to shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorite company once again. That's right, we're talking about Lumi, and for all the girlies who don't know, Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. So, she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant that's aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. I just got a new Lumi deodorant in the mail the other day, and I kid you not, it smells exactly like toasted coconut. And I mean, who doesn't want to smell like coconut all day long? But if that isn't your vibe, then they also have scents like clean tangerine or lavender sage. Lumi has a starter pack that is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code WTTC at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code WTTC. So now to my pit of the week. This all happened on the same day, but now to my pit, I almost died this week. <laughs> That's a little dramatic, but it's also not because I was on the brink of death. So I had an anaphylactic reaction and I had to go to the hospital and it was a whole situation. So basically what happened is on Friday, I same day that I got the social security call. So like I was having a great day. I... Decided that I was gonna have a chill night at home. I did a whole bunch of school work that day I had a really long week. I was like i'm going to sit down Read my book light a candle eat some ice cream and that's like what I wanted to do I was so excited to do it So normally I have a target that's right by my apartment And I was gonna go to target and just get myself ice cream like I normally do and then I was like actually we're gonna walk all the way to whole foods and we're going to go get A different type of ice cream and anyone that doesn't know I'm also I'm anaphylactic to milk which really sucks I'm anaphylactic to the milk protein so I can't have any normal ice cream I have to have oat milk ice cream or like coconut milk and then um, I'm also anaphylactic to nuts which will come into play later but so I'm very specific on what ice creams I can have because I can't have cashew ice cream I can't have like almond milk ice cream like nothing like that so target only has a select limited amount of ice creams that i'm able to eat so i was like let's go to whole foods they have way more anyone that doesn't know whole foods it's like the most like Healthy, fancy, whatever. So, they have a whole bunch of vegan options for ice cream. So, I decided to walk all the way there and I found an oat milk ice cream by Van Leeuwen or Van Leeuwen or whatever that brand is. And I've never been able to have it. And I've heard really good things and I've never been able to have it. They've never had an option that I was able to have. All their other ice creams that were vegan were made with cashew milk. And this one I found was made with oat milk. And I was so excited. I literally was so pumped I told Dean about it I was so I was just so excited and so ironically before I bought it I took a picture of the ingredients list because last week I accidentally went to Trader Joe's and I bought new hummus and I didn't realize that the hummus had pine nuts on top of it and luckily I like didn't react or anything I saw it before but I bought hummus that had nuts on it so I when I went to Whole Foods and I got this ice cream, I took a picture of the ingredients list and I sent it to Dean and to my best friend, Scott. And I was like, read this, tell me if there's nuts in it. And if I'm missing it, because I always read the ingredients list no matter what. But a lot of the times lately I've been missing, like missing almond flour or pine nuts or something on it. So I was like, read this and make sure that I can eat it. So both of them read it and they were like, yeah, this is fine. There's only coconut in it. I'm fine with coconut coconut's technically not a nut it's a fruit and i'm i don't am react to it so i was like okay sick i was so excited i checked out i was walking home i called dean i was like this is so exciting it was like a brown butter oatmeal cookie like with brownie pieces and cookie dough and like oatmeal clusters and i go today's gonna be a great day like today is my freaking day And so I got home, I sat on my couch, I was FaceTiming Dean, and I was like, I'm just going to do a little taste test. And I literally took my spoon and I scraped the top of the ice cream, like not even, it wasn't a full spoonful, it was like a small little taste test of it. And I took a little bite of it and I was like, okay... Like, something's happening. I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's instant. If you have allergies, you probably understand what I'm saying. But I knew immediately, like, something was off. So I said to Dean, I was like, I'm going to take a Benadryl. I think I might be reacting. I'm not really sure what's happening. I'll call you back. And in that time between eating it and then calling him back, I had to do my EpiPen. I went into anaphylactic shock. I FaceTimed my mom crying. I took a video of me FaceTiming my mom stabbing myself with my EpiPen because, I mean, it's funny now. It wasn't funny at the time, but I was like, if I die, I want people to see (laughs) that I use my EpiPen. And if anyone has allergies, like anaphylactic allergies, you carry an EpiPen with you, I want, like, it it is hard mentally. Like, I don't know if it would be mental discipline. I don't know what you would even call it to, like, physically stab yourself with this needle like it is very it's a tough thing to do but I was like on the brink of death my throat was starting to close my chest was tight I was getting tingly lips my lips were swelling my throat was swelling my throat was tingling like it was a whole it was a whole thing I was in full anaphylactic shock and I did my EpiPen I called my friend Chism who lives in my building she's also a doctor which was like really nice and she's also like my big sister so I called her and I was like, hi, are you home? And she was like, no, I'm at the hospital. Like, I'm just leaving. And I was like, okay, because I'm in anaphylactic shock right now. So could you like come home and pick me up and drive me back to the hospital? So I felt so bad because she literally finished her shift, left, left the hospital, came to get me, took me back to the hospital. So we got to the hospital. I got checked in. It was so quick. They when you're in anaphylactic shock they don't make you wait in the waiting room for a long time they rush you in and i was so hyped on epinephrine my EpiPen, like i was so hyped my like heart was racing and my blood pressure was like so high my blood pressure was like skyrocketed And I just was so, I was so hyped. I like couldn't stop talking and stuff. Like obviously I was still reacting, but I like wasn't reacting as bad. The EpiPen really honestly saved my ass. But I was in the room with the triage nurse and Chisholm and the triage nurse was like, is there any chance that you're pregnant? And I was like, oh my, oh my God, no. And she was like, oh, okay, great. And I was like, if I'm pregnant, we have a way bigger issue than my anaphylactic shock. And they like died they thought it was so funny the triage nurse was like you're actually insane because i'm on the brink of death and i'm trying to make jokes to like lighten the situation and when i was in the room with the doctor i said to her i was like please don't let me die because that would be so embarrassing (laughs) if i died because i took a bite of ice cream like that's so embarrassing like at my funeral everyone would be like she's so embarrassed by this so i was like so hyped on adrenaline I got admitted into the room, they gave me fluids, I felt a lot better, it was like, it was just, it was wild, it was a wild night, but my friend Chisholm stayed with me, she stayed with me um, until I kicked her out, until I said, you need to go home, I'm okay, she had plans, it was a Friday night, she's missing her plans, I'm like, you need to leave, like, I'm okay, I'm so appreciative of you staying here, but like, I'm good, it's okay, and then when she left, my friend Scott came to the hospital and he stayed with me and then he drove me home. So it was such a crazy situation, but like I'm so happy that I have people who can like who loved me enough that they came to the hospital and stayed with me and were concerned for me because this happened to me in Arizona and I went to the hospital by myself and it was a whole situation I was so petrified I was there by myself and like when you're in that situation like I'm 24 I've had allergies since I was born I've been in anaphylactic shock many times I've done my epi pen before but every single time like I'm sitting in that hospital bed and I feel like I'm 12 and I'm like panicked and I'm scared and luckily my doctor was so amazing my nurses were so amazing I've really found that everyone in Pittsburgh like everyone that works in healthcare in Pittsburgh are like so fucking nice (laughs) like they are so nice and I love it and that's what makes me want to be a doctor but it was a wild wild situation And then also poor Dean, I literally called him back and I was like, by the way, I'm going to the hospital. I did my EpiPen and I think I'm on, like, I think I might die. And he was like, so panicked. He's never seen a reaction like this bad. Like I've had reactions before where I've like taken a few Benadryls and like, that was it. That was all that was needed. But he's never, we've never been dating when I had to actually use my EpiPen and so that was the whole situation, and I felt so bad, but then I like called him, I called my mom, I called everyone when I was in the hospital, and I was like, "I'm fine. I'm alive and well. Still put me in the will. I'm still here." I actually called I actually called my nana yesterday, and I was like, "Hi, I'm just like calling to let you know I didn't die. So like, keep me in the will. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. I'm still kicking it. So make sure I'm still in it. And she was like, you're actually insane. But yeah, so I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm fine. I will not be eating anything, anything that is not like a fruit or a vegetable or like a protein for a while, especially because it would be one thing if I looked at the ingredients list after and I was like, oh shit, there's cashews or something in it. Like, oh, I missed this. There's nuts in it. But nothing was labeled that I couldn't eat. And so I don't know if it's cross-contamination. And if it is cross-contamination, that's even scarier because I don't know what is being cross-contaminated like in other things, you know? So right now I have a little bit of fear of eating food. I'm obviously still eating, but I'm just a little nervous about eating stuff that's not like that I don't prepare at home and that's not like a single like food group if that makes sense like like berries or rice or fish or you know like that type of thing but we're doing better. We're fine. We're great. I went and worked out today. We feel good. If you have anaphylactic allergies, make sure you carry an EpiPen with you at all times. Blue to the sky, orange to the thigh. Just jab that in. I promise you, you'll feel so much better. So that was my pit of the week. It put a little bit of a damper in my day. Um, It was a little stressful, a little scary, but we're fine. It was a little inconvenient, but we're doing well. Okay, so let's get into this week's episode. I want to talk about some healthy habits that I've really been trying to focus on and incorporate into my daily routine and into my life. And the first one that I have is probably the most important one that I have because we know that I have crippling body dysmorphia. So my first thing and my first habit is that I'm trying to not body check. And when I say this, I mean, I'm trying to not body check in a negative way I used to like the first thing I would do when I would wake up is I would go to the mirror and I would look at my body and I would like lift my shirt up and look at my stomach like you know that you know that mentality that people have like when you first wake up and it's like the morning skinny and all this stuff and that was what I would do first thing in the morning and if I woke up and I felt good then I would equate that to like I'm gonna have a good day and if I woke up and I felt bloated or I thought that I looked a little too big or whatever it was, then my day would just be ruined right on the spot. I went to the doctor the other day, side note, and I had to step on the scale and I asked the nurse, I was like, can I turn around or can I close my eyes because I don't want to see the weight because I've learned that weight does not equate health and whatever weight I am, it does not matter. And so she was so nice and she covered it up for me, didn't tell me any of it. And I knew that that's what I needed to do to be able to have a good and um, good day and productive day. And I knew if I knew my weight, it would just spiral me. And this is kind of the same thing. I don't need to body check, especially in a negative way. I don't want to look at my body in the mirror at every single opportunity I get because that's something that I used to do. And it's something I'm still doing. And I'm trying to like get better with it. Uh,
1: mm.
0: however my therapist did tell me that something I need to do is before I shower every day I stand in the mirror naked and I know this sounds weird I stand in the mirror naked and I talk myself through things I love about my body and I will literally just look at myself and be like I love my shoulders I have really like broad shoulders and I kind of like them like I used to hate them and I used to think I looked like a boy and now I like them because I think they make me look elegant and like a strapless shirt is like really pretty on my shoulders and I also will say I love my ribs and that's a really weird one and everyone's probably confused but I have a concaved um, chest cavity and I even went to the doctor about it and it's a whole situation I did open heart surgery it's a whole thing and ever since I was little, my ribs have like flared out. My ribs are huge. They're like massive. They stick out of my shirts. They stick out of my body, not because I'm too skinny or anything, but just because I have such a wide set of ribs and they just stick out because my chest cavity is in. And when I was little, actually, I thought that my boobs started down lower and they moved their way up because my ribs would stick out of my shirt. And so when I was little, I thought those were my boobs starting to grow. And then I was like, oh, do they just start moving like upwards? And I was very confused for a very long time. But so I started doing this before I shower. And it honestly has helped me just appreciate my body even more. And I've really tried to make it a point to not body check at every moment of the day. Every time I'm in a mirror, especially at the gym, I found I find that I would like check out my body a ton. And then if I felt gross at the gym My whole workout would be ruined and I would pick apart my body and it would kind of start to spiral me. So what I've actually started doing is I'll like turn away from the mirror when I'm doing a set or when I'm doing whatever workout and I just won't I just won't face the mirror and the gym that I go to at home actually doesn't even have mirrors in their gym. And at first when I would go, I was like, this is so inconvenient. Why would you not have mirrors? How am I supposed to take a photo of me at the gym? Or how am I supposed to look at my body at the gym if you don't have a mirror? And now I'm like, oh shit, that's actually so much better because I had better workouts back home in Canada at this gym than I do now because a lot of the time I'm so focused on my body. And not even, not even focus on my form. I'm just focused on the way that my body looks. And that is not a good mindset for me to be having. I should be working out for my own health and because I want to move, not because I'm trying to look a certain way or whatever it is most of the time when i do work out like say i go to pilates or something and i don't have a choice to kind of look away from the mirror most of the time i mean i don't wear like a sports bra and leggings or something i normally will wear a shirt over top just because i know that the whole workout i'm going to be so focused on the way my body looks and not in a positive way and i'm not gonna be like wow i look so strong and fit and all this stuff. Instead, I'm going to be picking apart every part of my body and that's something I'm still trying to work on. So I'll just put a shirt on or something and then I can't even see my body and I'm just doing my workout. And a big thing for me is just becoming more aware of it, being more aware of the fact that I'm checking my body out in every mirror that I pass or that I'm standing in front of my bathroom mirror and I turn to the side and I suck my stomach in to see how flat it can be. And just trying to be more aware of that and realizing that that is not how I want to live my life and just realizing that that does not define me and it's not my body really is the least interesting part about me I'm There's so many better aspects of me that people love and that's something that I just have to constantly remind myself and it's easier said than done. I always say this like I'm preaching this but I'm still working on it myself but one of the healthy habits I've been focusing on is just to have a better relationship with my body and to appreciate it more and not body check as much. Kind of going off of that, one of the other habits that I've been doing is positive affirmations I personally will put, like, I will write positive affirmations and stick them on my bathroom mirror. That's something I've always done because I go into my bathroom every single day, so I'm forced to look at them every single day. You can just say them out loud when you're driving, you can journal them, you can just say them when you're walking around the house, you can... I don't know write them down on your phone you can hang them up in different places around your house around your room whatever it is but just these positive affirmations and when I first started doing them I felt so stupid like I felt so stupid I was like I'm not going to stand in front of the mirror and be like I am beautiful. I am smart. I was like, why am I saying this if I don't believe them? Like, why would I be doing this? But over time, just like constant repetition, you do start to believe it. You do start to embody it. And it does honestly change the way that you view yourself and it does change your outlook on situations and I've definitely found that positive affirmations really really help me and another thing for me is I will hang up my accomplishments like with HC or with school like I have the BuzzFeed articles on my bathroom mirror which sounds so stupid but for me I need to see that and kind of be like oh shit I did this. Like, okay, let's be proud of myself. There's nothing wrong with being proud of yourself. And that's something I definitely have had to learn over time because I'm the hardest person on myself. Like we're always the hardest on ourselves. And I will hang these up in my bathroom. I will hang up my affirmations and I will start my day looking at them and I will be like, okay, shit, I'm that bitch. I can do this. We're gonna have an amazing day another healthy habit that i've been focusing on as we all know i'm i'm a whore for water i think that we should all be drinking way more water i love my hydro flask it's literally my emotional support water bottle i made a TikTok about how i'm very confused when people don't have an emotional support water bottle like i cuddle it when i'm on the couch If, oh my gosh, if you want to know how much I love my water bottle, when I was in anaphylactic shock about to die, I grabbed my hydro and brought it with me to the hospital. Like I brought, like I thought to myself in that moment, oh shit, where is my hydro in my apartment so I can bring it with me? So one of the healthy habits drinking my water it makes me feel a lot better get an emotional support water bottle if you need it carry it around with you I highly recommend the 40 ounce hydro flask they're kind of big they don't fit in the cup holders in your car or anything you're gonna have to like put it on the ground or put it on the seat beside you but it's amazing. Another healthy habit I'm focusing on is just getting some sort of movement in my day as we all know, I'm a morning person. I work out in the morning. It starts my day off right. But if you're not a morning person, you can work out at night. You don't even have to work out. If you don't like to work out, don't work out. Go on a hot girl walk or go listen to a podcast and just like casually walk on a treadmill. Go play with your dog outside. Go take a lap around your apartment building. Like Just doing some sort of movement. Do yoga. Do something calm, stretch, whatever it is, but just move your body. I found that that really not only helps like make my body feel better, but mentally I feel a lot better. It's like very calming to me. It helps my anxiety a ton. And that's something that I try and incorporate every single day. Even if I'm not going to do a hardcore workout, I will just like go for a little walk. It can literally be 20 minutes. It can be 10 minutes, just moving your body in some way, not just staying so stagnant. I mean, As a student and working with HC I sit down a lot of the time so getting up to move is really really important okay this next one is something that I am focusing on but I have not mastered is getting at least eight hours of sleep every night I am the worst I probably sleep maybe six hours maybe five sometimes sometimes it's for like I do not sleep very much and that's why I rely so heavily on caffeine and it's not a good thing and last week or like a few days ago I slept for 11 hours straight and I woke up and I was like I am a whole new person I was like I have never felt this refreshed in my entire life I woke up and I did not want to die so I am trying really hard to set my schedule better that I get at least 8 hours of sleep I wake up really early every morning, as we know, so that just means that I have to learn to prioritize my nighttime a little bit better, that I get everything done so that I'm in bed at a decent time and I'm able to get those full eight hours of sleep. You're exhausted every day, like you do not feel good, and I think that also causes a lot of my anxiety is that I'm not fully rested, and it just makes everything feel way heavier and like more like a burden because when I sleep a lot and I get enough hours of sleep I wake up and I'm like okay I can accomplish this like okay it's really not that bad but when you're so exhausted everything seems like way bigger and I just have to learn to get more sleep I just need to I need to sleep more I like it's so bad Going off of that, one of the other habits that I've been focusing on is no phone before I go to bed. So instead of scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, I will read my book and it kind of calms me. It puts me in a better space. I'm ready to go to bed. And it like winds me down and I find that I set a limit on like how much I should read. And then once that limit's done, I'm good and I'm ready to go to sleep instead of me like scrolling on TikTok and like getting into a dark hole. And then like it's 10 hours later and I'm like, shit, I'm going to get four hours of sleep tonight. So I've been doing no phone when I go to bed. And then also I've been trying to do no phone when I wake up. I use my Phoned for my alarm, but other than that, I'll like turn it off. I might check like a few text messages or just like look at my screen and see what's on it. And then that's it. I don't I don't go on social media when I'm in bed. Like I said in my morning routine episode, going on social media when you're in bed, you're not gonna wanna get out you need to just like have that alarm go off and like get your ass out of bed and like start your day and start moving and then you become less tired and you can look at you can look at social media when you're drinking your coffee or when you're later in the day but for me social media gives me so much anxiety and i need to get off of it more often so looking at it first thing in the morning is just not good for my mental health it stalls my day and i don't get moving as quickly so no phone before bed no phone when i wake up like i said i've become a huge bookworm so i've been trying to focus on reading two books a month um which (laughs) that was my goal and i kind of hit way above that but reading is definitely a healthy habit that i've been focusing on it is a great way to like exercise your brain and work on literacy skills and reduce stress and like i said before i get fully immersed in my books and my anxiety calms time just passes and it's the one time that i feel like very grounded and it's just it's such a good habit to get into i think reading is amazing find a book that you love. You're going to get so like into it and you're going to want to keep reading it. And if you need book recs, let me know. Also, if you have them, of course, send them to me because I'm freaking, I'm a bookworm now. Like I'm so, I love it. So i have a horrible skincare routine so something i've been focusing on lately is to up my skincare routine and also to do it every single day morning and night that's my biggest issue is i get so fucking lazy i will like do it in the morning and then at night i won't even wash my face because i'm so tired which is not good and i'm like that's probably why i break out and why i have rosacea and my skin's not great so i've been trying to focus on finding a skincare routine that works for my skin and also sticking to it. Skincare is something that it's a huge trial and error for so many people. Like what works for me might not work for you. Our skin is all so different, but also I need to learn to like stick with it. So what I've been doing is People are going to think this is wild, but what I've been doing is when I come home from school, if I know that I'm not going to want to do my skincare routine, like before I go to bed, because I'm so tired at that point and I just want to crawl into my bed and like go to sleep, I will do my skincare routine like either before I start cooking dinner or while my dinner's cooking, depending what it is. If it's like in the oven, I'll like do my skincare routine and then I will eat my dinner brush my teeth, clean my apartment, do my whole thing and like go to bed. But I found that like doing it before I cook dinner, while I'm cooking dinner, I'm still awake. I'm still alert. I'm like more... Like inspired, I don't know if "inspired" is the right word, but I'm more motivated to actually do my skincare routine instead of waiting until like 8:30 p.m. when I'm like already tired and I'm ready to sleep, and then I just half-ass it or I just don't even do it. And it's worked really well for me. I've been able to stay consistent with my skincare. I think that my skin's looking a lot better. I feel a lot better. And that's just the way that I've been doing it lately and it's been working out really good for me. And I know it's crazy to do your skincare routine and like get washed up for bed before you even make dinner, but it's really worked and I really like it. So if you have troubles doing your skincare routine at night, definitely try doing it a little bit earlier and just see how it works and how you feel. Okay, so I've been preaching this year in this semester that I'm going to have more balance. We all know that I'm a little bit of a hermit. I like to stay home. I'm very content with myself, like spending time with myself. I study a lot. I do school a lot. I'm like constantly stressed out. So I've been preaching that I need more balance and I need to go out with my friends and I need to spend more time with them. And that is something that I think is super, super healthy. It's not healthy to be too far on either end of the spectrum. It's not healthy to only ever be with people. You need to spend alone time sometimes and like be with yourself and understand what you need as a human. But then at the same time, I can't spend all my time with myself. I need to socialize and spend time with friends. And one of the things i've been focusing on is having at least one day a week where i am socializing and spending time with my friends and that could either be facetiming a friend from home for a while and having like kind of a coffee date going out with someone here in pittsburgh for coffee going out at night with my friends and going drinking and like eating food and having fun And last week, like I told you, I was having a huge anxiety filled week. It was Thursday night or Thursday during the day and I didn't go to school. I didn't work out. I was just very, very anxious the entire day and I just like wanted to curl up at home and I did for most of the day. And then my best friend Scott and his brother, they do pretzel Thursdays. (laughs) And they go for soft pretzels and they have beers and they just hang out. And so they invited me to it and I was like so panicked. I was like, I have so much anxiety. I just want to stay home today. But I forced myself to go and I went and hung out with them for a while and we had a pretzel and we had a drink and it was the nicest thing ever like sometimes when I'm so anxious and I just want to stay home I forget how much it helps me to be around other people and socialize and have fun and like leave my house and so forcing myself to do that really like helped me a ton and I came home and I had a great time and I went to bed and I woke up on Friday morning and I felt so much better than if I would have just stayed home and kind of just sulked and like almost like riled myself up in my head it really helped me to like get out of my own head see people talk with them hang out with them and just put me in a way better mindset so I'm definitely trying to make sure that I prioritize my friendships just as much as I prioritize my alone time and my school and just have a way better balanced life also the pretzel was bomb it was so it was so good I had posted a picture of it on my insta story and so many people replied to it, and it was like this looks fucking unreal and it was so good and the honey mustard just like hits different so I highly recommend if you're trying to treat yourself go get a giant soft pretzel with some honey mustard it was amazing Okay, the last healthy habit that I am trying to focus on a lot lately is expressing gratitude. So the way that I do this, I've talked about it before on one of my episodes, but the way that I do this the most is before I go to bed every night, I will say five things that I am grateful for that are specific to that day. So for example, I went to Pilates with Chisholm, who we all know took me in the hospital and saved my life. But we went to Pilates this morning and I am super thankful for that because I woke up this morning super anxious. I felt like I had a lot to do today and I was really nervous. I wasn't going to get everything done. I have a huge paper I need to write that I'm really stressed about, but I'm super happy that I went to Pilates because after class, my anxiety calmed. I was able to think through everything I had to do. I'm getting everything done. I feel in a lot better of a headspace. And then also I'll say that I'm super thankful that I am getting stronger. I'm getting way stronger at Pilates. My whole body's getting stronger. I used heavier weights today than I ever have. I went on my hands and my toes today instead of like my knees and my elbows for a lot of like our core, like center core work. And that's just something that I'm super thankful about. I find that when I do this every night, I go through the day searching for things to be thankful about because I know at night I'm going to have to tell myself five things. So it really helps put a more positive spin on the way that I look about my day. I will go through my day and I will look for things that I can be happy and like appreciative for and like have gratitude towards because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to have to list off five things. And it really has worked for me. I highly suggest everyone tries it. I think it puts me in a way better mindset. And even if my day is so fucking shitty and it sucks, at the end of the day, I still force myself to say five things I'm grateful for, and I go to bed with kind of a more like kind of like I go to bed more light-hearted. Even if my day sucked, I go to bed and I'm in a bit of a better mood and I go to bed feeling some sort of gratitude for the day no matter what happened and i wake up and i feel that gratitude still so highly recommend doing it i found that it works really well for me dean and i normally call each other and we'll tell each other our five things so if you need to call someone call your mom call your dad call your cousin call your friend call whoever and like ex- tell them your five things if you need to but so those are some of my healthy habits that i've been focusing on lately Please, please send me a DM. Tell me healthy habits that you've been focusing on. I'm always looking for more things to be incorporating into my day to day routine. And if you have any things that you've been doing lately that you're loving, please let me know. I'd love to hear about it. Also, if you have anaphylactic um, allergic reactions, please let me know your reaction stories. I know that sounds crazy, but like we can bond on like the trauma that happens, but I want to hear what happened. I want to know what you're allergic to. I want to know what the situation was and yeah, but I hope you guys love this episode. Please share it with a friend, rate it, review, post it on your story, and I will catch you guys in next week's episode. Bye.